I will say going to that show, it did make me feel pretty young. Because I was probably wow. I was comparison. Yo, I was probably one of the youngest people there by far. Oh, are you serious? Oh, there was a there was an argument that was going on near me where there were there were a couple of people debating and I was like, Okay. I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty uh I'm like the young kid here. You're pretty young and spry yeah. compared to everybody else. It was about the only time I felt that way during the entire time. But I'll explain it here in a minute. Hello everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. Thank you so much for finding us. Wait a minute. Hello, I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X Dillon. This is I already fi- forgot how to do it. It's been like a week. Hello, this is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you found us. We do really do appreciate it. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I really do appreciate it. I've been gone for a while. Sarah has been holding down the fort, and yeah, Sarah has been doing an amazing job that is holding down the fort, but hosting this show with incredible guests last week. And thank you, Sarah. You're very welcome. It was. Uh, it has been pointed out to me multiple times that, indeed, last week was the first solid week in a row in quite some time, if not ever, that uh, every show started on time. I don't know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but, I mean, I'm glad that and happened. For some reason, there was somebody or something that was not there. Yeah. I don't but, know how the math uh, works out on that. Yeah, but, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, sometimes it's weird how that happens. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, but seriously, thank you, and uh, and it is nice to be back. I am, I'm about eighty percent well right now because after being in Las Vegas for a week, and we're, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I did catch a bit of the CES plague, which, which goes is around. Super gross. It's super gross. Yeah, and everybody, it's like, it's like a con funk, right? But for like, yeah, and tech nerds, kind of, yeah. And yeah. everybody gets it a little bit to some extent, but some people got it way worse than I did. Like, yeah, there's way worse versions. People who got it when they were down there. I, I couple Ew. of people that yeah they it, that would not be not be good. Mine at least kicked in on the towards the end of it, but I'm 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 about eighty percent, so it's I'm on I'm on the fast track to recovery. But I appreciate everybody letting me have the day off yesterday because I I needed it. I needed you rest absolutely yesterday. did. Greg looked like a shell of himself. Not only looked but kind of sounded like a yep. shell. Because I will say I did see him this weekend, and when he came back, it's like, oh, there's like a husk of Greg yeah. that has come back from CES. Yeah, that was that was about what it was. Kind of looked like him. Wasn't sure if it really was him. I'm like, I don't know. It kind of looks like Greg. It kind of sounds like Greg. Vegas took over. What are you going to do? I mean, yeah, because yeah, you were there for over a week. I was well. I was there for a week, which is still a long time. I was there for from Sunday to Saturday. Sunday to Saturday is how long I was there, and um, and so. <laughs> So I went down there and I was down there for CES and that's kind of what we wanted to walk through is just talking about what that's what that whole thing is like. I mean, it feels like it was forever ago that I left for for Las Vegas. Oh yeah. I mean, it was over a week ago. No, it's very excited so many like adventures and like really fun co-hosts and things like since you've been gone, I'm like Yeah. What is this show even like with Greg? I don't know. Nah, now, now we're going like to find just, out. Now I feel like you're just another special co-host. Oh, oh wow. Welcome to Sarah Employment Sarah Employment Radio. As Sarah I'm seeing Employment the Radio. What? chat that people are posting. There. I I can't help it that other is people. Is that what it was coined? To, I haven't had a chance it. to listen to any of the shows like yet. Like you would listen to them. I would listen to them, but I I honestly I mean I was working like a very I was working a lot, mm-hmm. and that is true. But I also took a day off, and I partied a lot. So let me let's walk through it here. So going to CES. This was my sixth time going there. I realized for the Consumer Electronics Show, which is, in case anybody doesn't know, it's the big tech convention in Las Vegas. Happens at the beginning of January every time. It's my sixth time total, fourth year in a row, 
which is kind of crazy to think about that I've been there that many times. That is a lot of times. There's people that, of course, been to a lot more, but it's still, I've been to enough of them to where we have some newer people who have been there maybe their first year or a couple of times. And I flew down there with a group of people from Digital Trans. Kind of everybody went in shifts down there, depending on when you went down. Mm -hmm. Um, But the group that I was with, a lot of them flew down on this day. And they're asking me for, like, guidance on where we go. Like, oh, you know the Las Vegas airport? I'm like, actually, I do kind of know the Las Vegas airport now at this point. Like, oh, I know wow. Did you feel, like, so worldly? No, because they called me Grandpa Greg for knowing it. So <laughs> I know. And I was like, I don't like that nickname. That Well, they're like, yeah, but it's true. You've been here way more than we have. I'm like, God damn it. Grandpa Greg? Yeah, I did not appreciate that. You have crazy eyes when you're saying that right I did now. not appreciate you that. You do not look like you appreciate that. No. Did they call you Boomer, too? <laughs> yes, I got a couple of Boomer comments. But it's fine. It's fine. So did the children at least respect their elder? They did. Yes, okay, they did. Good. So, so I... <laughs> so, um... So yeah, I went and uh, you know we got got everybody to the hotel. You got to get your like badge that you have to wear for it, and and all of that. So we got that, and um, we're staying at the Cosmopolitan, which is uh, one of the big hotels, casinos on the strip. Cutting through the bullshit, it's very fancy. It's very fancy. It was yeah, it was really nice. It was really it was really nice. Um, so that was uh, so that was it's pretty cool to stay there, and it's one of those things where you get there. So the first day, we get down there on Sunday. Wait, yeah, that's when I got down there. Sunday to Saturday. So I got down there on Sunday. And we don't bro- start broadcasting until Tuesday. So I was down there as far as part of the broadcast team where we do three eight-plus-hour days of live broadcasting. And then that includes several hours on either side of prep and getting ready and all that stuff. So it's, it's a very long days. But Sunday, you can kind of relax a little bit. Because you're, we're getting everything ready. And we were broadcasting in a different spot this year. We weren't on the convention floor. We were in the Aria Hotel. I'm just trying to set up to where we were. And so we were in like a separate yes, place. That's good. I know. Um, but so we had our own essential, essentially like a, a mini banquet room that was set up as our stage and like a hangout area. And we had like. Were any other companies in there or was it just No, you? just us. Ooh. So it was our own kind of room, uh, kind of an offshoot room. So it was it was pretty cool. Like it was fairly big, and and yeah, like I said, different hangout areas because they wanted to encourage people to come in and just hang out, like relax in there while the broadcast was going on. That so, would be kind of extra stressful to be like doing a live show and then be like people around like having conversations or sitting there and staring at you. Yeah, well, before <laughs> we've done it on the show floor to where you just have masses where they Which had to walk by. That seems like us. almost more normal because everybody's you know there's so many people. There's there. so many people you there. Can't you not just block them be, out exactly. Yeah, this one, yeah, it was a little bit different. So you just have to do the same thing. You just have to block it, block everybody out, even though there's, like, people that will just be, like, walking in and standing. And What's going on over there? Yeah, those ones are the best. What are they doing? Who are they talking? Is that somebody famous? Is this, what are what are they recording? What are they recording? What are, what are they recording? Yeah, what you, channel can I see it on? Yeah, you get a few of those people uh-huh. where it's like you're live on it, and it's like, shut up. Like, you're, like, just... Quietly I ask your like questions. Sweet people will say like, "Oh, you do a podcast. What what radio station is it on?" I'm like, yeah. oh, "Oh, I don't boy. even know how to do this." <laughs> yeah, there and there was some of that that happens, but overall, though, it was it was cool. But the first, and, and I'll talk about that here in a minute too. But just the first day, you're like you're reacclimating to what Las Vegas is, and it's so many people, so so many people. Then everybody 
gets close and they bump you and you're just like it's just you have to get used to it and switch the mind frame because you got to walk through all those people or else you're just going to be pissed off you're just going to be mad the whole time uh-huh. yeah and at CES it's 180,000 extra people coming to town so they're just everywhere I mean I remember like when we went for Keelan's wedding going and walking the strip and there that wasn't even there wasn't even a huge event going on but yeah. just shoulder to shoulder everyone like bumping into you holding onto your purse because it feels like everyone's trying to grab it yep everybody's trying to pickpocket yep. you yeah and this is now the hotels are that, and you just see the badges everywhere because everybody's got the lanyards on it. So it's it's a lot of people. But the other thing though is staying at staying at the hotel itself because I was there for so long, um, and there were some people who were already down there for digital trends. They were like, who had been there for a couple of days. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, wait till you see this one guy because there's there's a couple of people that like if you if you're rich enough, there's people that just live down there, like for periods of time, and that's just what they do. Like in the hotel, yeah. Oh. Yeah, they can just rent rooms in the hotel. I mean, if you're rich, yeah. rich. Well, I remember that. Like, like eccentric rich. Or something like that. Yeah. 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 If you're like that wealthy to where money's not a thing anymore, let's go do it. And there's this one dude. I remember Caleb was telling me, he's like, wait till you see the Wait, He guy. lives in. I don't know. But he hotel? seemed like it. Okay. Like, I guess I can't say for sure this person did, but the way they acted it. They were acting like they did, at least. And Caleb's like, watch out for the, watch for the robe guy. Like, it's fascinating. And sure enough, like, a little bit later, I see this dude walk down into the main lobby of this hotel. And this is a very fancy, bustling hotel lobby casino. And the dude's just wearing the white robe that comes from the bathroom in the, in the hotel room. Oh, I thought he'd be wearing, like, a silk robe or something. No, just wearing like a, a white a robe. Hugh Hefner kind had of Had some thing. slippers, and his hair's all, like, all over the place. He just walks down. He's just walking around. He's just taking a look at everything. Just looking at people hanging out Lights in his house. Lights up a cigarette. And, yeah, he was strolling through like it was his house. Just like, huh? Yep. Wow. Huh, what are you doing? And then just walking along, saying hi to the people that work there. <laughs> like, this is just what that guy did. And he's one of those dudes, you look at him, you're like, you are eccentric rich. Mm-hmm. Like, you're so rich, you don't have to care about anything. Oh, yeah, and you don't have to care what anyone thinks. Yep, and You can no- spend your money on whatever. And nobody from the hotel is going to tell you you can't go walking through in just your robe in the middle of the casino. Like, if I did that, I'm sure I would get a talking to alert. It's like, yeah, sir. You no. have to be able to afford the privilege of being that creepy. Yep, you got to be that rich <laughs> to where no one's going to say no to you. Yeah. So that that was pretty <laughs> – I was like, wow, goals in life to be able to walk through Cosmo in a robe, I guess. I don't know if that's something I would want to do. stars, Greg. Yeah, really, that's, mm-hmm. that's what it is. <laughs> so so there's, there's that guy. But then just navigating it and, and figuring out where to go, I mean, it's just a challenge because nothing is set up for you to know where you are. Like they never want you to leave. So it's always trying to figure out where the hell you are and getting from one place to another takes forever. Like forever. Oh, yeah, because I remember even looking. You're like, oh, well, it's only about, you know, two blocks away. Yeah. Two blocks takes like 30 minutes. Yeah. If you're trying to navigate oh, around yeah. like the crowds of So tourists. much further than oh, you yeah. think it is. Yeah, it'll take If something's a- like direct, you're like, oh, it's just directly across the street. Nope. Nope. <laughs> it's going to take nope. like good 20, 30 minutes. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Even if you can see it right there, mm-hmm. you're still not going to be able to get to it in time. Yeah, that, and that's that's totally it. So, so yeah, getting used to that, reacclimating to that, and then um, and then just, yeah, f- figuring out how to navigate and all the people watching because the people watching is still great. Uh, just seeing, like, there's Robe Guy, but then there's just all the other people that are down there and you just don't, a lot of them are CES people, but not all. Mm-hmm. And then some of them just look confused by who all the, you know, CES people generally stand out. Um, it's, oh, because you all know, you have your like busybody lanyards on. Like, look at me, I'm important. Yeah, weird, it's a whole bunch of nerds. It's yeah. mostly nerds. I know, but anyone who sees anyone wearing a lanyard, like, oh, are they important? Should I try and like befriend them and get what they have? Yeah, but 
No. Did no. You, did you go to the main floor? Or did you mostly stay? I never ended up going. Okay. Yeah, because our booth, our broadcast booth, wasn't there. We had people all over the show floor, but they would live like remote into us. So I, I never did. So I was just going to our broadcast booth, which started on Tuesday. And that's like we went over there on like Monday just to get a feel for it and stuff mm. like that. But then it was just going. And it was Maud Garrett was the co-host again this year. She's been the co-host the last three years uh, down there. And Maud's awesome. So Maud's great to work with because she knows what the hell she's doing. So we don't have to worry too much about that. That's always less stressful. It's so much less stressful yeah. than if it was somebody I haven't worked with before where it's like, okay, now we got to figure out timing and who talks when and where and – just don't have to worry about that really too much so that makes it a lot easier mm. like and i know she knows how to talk and ask a question so it's not like i'm i'm not like i'm out of full time um so that's great so that, that was great working with her again but still once you get going it's like you start going and you always have to remember like oh this is going to be eight hours from now we're going to be we start talking at 9 a.m not done till after five till like five yep. fifteen, and that's how it goes now this year i didn't have to talk that entire time but man, it's a long day. It's a long day. And everybody, everybody gets tired and, you know, and you, everybody can get a little bit crabby sometimes or not crabby necessarily because everybody likes each other that, that I'm working with, which is fortunate. It doesn't matter if you like people, if you're spending a long amount of time and you're Everybody exhausted. gets a little short. Yeah, they're yeah. tired and hungry and, you know, and just, it's just the nature of, of what it is. So there's that that kind of goes on. But I will say, like for the, uh, broadcast itself um it was pretty cool on some of the people that i got to talk to this year yeah so that was pretty awesome i got to interview becky lynch the wwe ladies champion women's champion um she's awesome she's pretty cool how long did you get to talk to her for uh talked to her for about like 15 20 minutes mm-hmm. probably yeah, I saw all of you guys are like sitting there fanboying out. Oh, it was stupid. Like it was just all like blurting, like, hey, so what was like, hey, uh, Becky, uh, Becky, what's Bucky. up about? Uh, yeah. Becky, uh, you're so cool, Becky. This is three chads, like, hey, and Becky. Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. It's a bunch of chads, like, Becky, you're awesome. Becky, why are you so awesome? Um, yeah. What makes you so awesome, Becky? What makes it so cool, Becky? Yeah. It she was, was cool, though. She was, oh, yeah. She was really cool. She seems very cool. I mean, she's. Got all the confidence in the world, and deservedly so. But, I mean, it was just – it was interesting talking to her because she was talking about how – you know, because she headlined WrestleMania like a couple of years ago, I mm-hmm. think it was, which is the first time the women ever have. And she was just talking about walking through, like, the tunnels before she went out on stage and seeing, like, Hulk Hogan and all these, like, legendary wrestlers. And she said she walked up to him and told them that, yeah, it's my day. It's my day. <laughs> like, telling all the wrestlers oh, wow. that. I'm like, ah, hey, good for you. You know what? <laughs> good for you. Um, it's being asked if I wore my lifts when I interviewed Becky. No, she's actually almost exactly my height. So that's uh, mm. I saw the picture. She looked taller than you. Maybe a little bit. Um, yeah. Maybe a little bit. I mean, what she's dating Seth Rollins. I mean, oh, she's dating Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's oh. like her boy, or they're engaged or something. So I mean, basically, you know, we're twins. So I mean, I can totally understand how people would get confused. you and Seth Rollins. Me and Seth Rollins. Oh, Greg, stop embarrassing yourself now. <laughs> Yes, I'm being serious, Sarah. <laughs> I'm being serious. I don't know. You went to this tech conference. Who knows? Maybe like you lost your sense of humor, and this is what where you think I think is I look like now. Seth Rollins. No, like, and clearly I look like Seth Rollins. Clearly, clearly. I mean, it, people confuse all the time. Uh, 
No, it was cool though. It was it was cool talking to her. That was awesome. Who else? Who else were you excited about talking to? Um, I mean, I didn't get to talk to them, but Michael Phelps was on the show. Uh, he was there, and and some other celebrities too. Uh, Katie Couric was supposed to be on, and then she didn't. She like backed out at the last minute, like like a minute before going on air or something. That's weird. Yeah. Were you going to talk to her? I wasn't going to be me. Okay. No. So I I didn't get to do a lot of that because those ones were on the show floor. Um, I did talk to the founder of Impossible Foods though, which Impossible Foods is really is that the huge burger right people? Now. I the still have never people. had an Impossible Burger. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to try one. It's I, like I just haven't really given it much thought, but I mean, I I eventually do want to try one. Well, I mean, they're they're plant based burgers designed for meat eaters mm. because it's supposed to give the flavor and texture of meat, and they do a pretty good job. I mean, it's not like it's not like you're gonna bite in and say this is the world's greatest burger I've ever had in my life, but you'll eat it and you'll be like, ah, oh, that's a good burger. Yeah, and it'll taste like burger. And feel like burger. It's like it really does. It's it's weird. I want you to do live reads for them. Like it tastes like burger. It tastes it feels like burger. Like burger. Feels like meat. <laughs> well, anyway, they had a pork and sausage now too. And then you got to sit at the office desk. I saw that. Oh yeah, which was the coolest thing. That yeah. How, what was that even? So where we were located, it turned out was next to a lot of um, a lot of the television networks. What happened to all be in the same area where we were, which was not at the convention center. And NBC was over there. And they were advertising the Peacock Network, which that's they're going to be their new streaming service. Oh, okay. So that's where they're remaking everything, like Punky Brewster. And, like, like they're remaking tons of television shows hmm. as part of to, to offer on their thing. Okay. Like I, I don't know why I picked out Punky Brewster out of all of them. That's the only one. I could remember. <laughs> That's the only one that stuck. It's the only one that stuck. <laughs> so, but they they had uh, a whole setup there of a big fake um, fake Michael's office from the office. Michael Scott. Michael Scott's office. Dunder Mifflin. Yep, with the desk and everything, and like even the decorations were all pretty much the same. So you could sit there and get a picture with it, and so like world's great. greatest boss coffee mug. Yeah. Oh, I would have been such a sucker for that. I, everybody was. Yeah. Everybody wanted a picture at that desk. <laughs> like, I mean, there was a line at one point where anybody that walked by, like, well, fuck yeah, I want a picture. Well, of course you do. Michael Scott's yeah. desk. <laughs> so, <laughs> I bet that was probably one of the most tagged pictures of CES. If you like went through and went hashtag the office, I yeah. bet I bet it's everybody there that passed by that got one. And you did too. And I did too. Of mm-hmm. course I did. So yeah, that was that was really cool to do that. Um, oh, and I got to try on a. Um, uh, kind of like a um, mech, like a bottom half mech suit. What is that? What is a mech? basically? I got bionic legs for a few. So you strap it onto the outside of yourself, and it's like a like a series of uh, bars. Okay. That strap on and it straps onto your legs all the way up to your thighs, and so this goes on the outside of your your legs, and then. It's powered by hydraulics through a through a backpack that you wear. You plug it in, and you turn it on, and you and feel this. Moves your, it doesn't move it for you, but it gives you like superhuman strength. So like like a um, battery powered bicycle. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's sure. like an electric bike, like like an electric bike for your legs. To where the the demonstration this one was for it was for skiing because skiing so hard on your knees, and you know if anybody. If you, 
if you bump your like your knees go bad or you have bad cartilage or anything like skiing is just not something you can do. So this is designed to help people ski for longer periods of time or if they have any injuries, they can still go do it because it takes all the pressure off bending over. So when you bend over, like your thighs and your knees take all that. So you're kind weight. of resting in it. Well, almost you kind of. Yeah. So what it is, is you, you kind of keel over like you're skiing. You know, where you bend your legs. Yeah. Yeah. And that takes, it is real painful on your thighs if you're not in shape for it, uh, which would be me. So this, like, I could do it and I bent over and I just kind of leaned over to where my entire, like like an unnatural lean to where there's no way I could do this without falling over without it. Yeah. And it didn't feel like anything. It's just like you have this, these electric legs. Just these bionic legs. And, And I tried it. And then they tested it out. And then they're like, okay, lean all the way over, bend back. And it just felt like nothing. And I'm like, this is easy. This is fine. And then they hit the off button. And then, of course, I fall backward because I can't do it naturally. Oh, did you make them mad or did they do that to everybody? No, I kind of had an idea of what was, what was on the way. <laughs> so I was, I was a little bit braced for it. Um, but, yeah, it basically, yeah, they, they turned me into a, a half of a robo-human. That's pretty that cool. Yeah, as Steven's saying in the chat. So, so that was pretty cool. But yeah, it was it was just it was a lot of fun. Um but you know, it's one of those things where you're on set for a while where weird quirks start to develop and then people go a like little what? loopy. Well, when I'm I mean, I'll go a little loopy after that long of being on a set. You tend to to go loopy pretty extremely yeah. when you do. Uh, I wouldn't say extreme. I'm just saying you get a little wacky. I got a little wacky. Yeah, for sure. You're a little like for nonsensical. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. That can happen. Yep, okay, that, well, what happened? I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Well, apparently I kept bringing up, I don't know why, and I realized it myself that it was becoming a thing where people were, you know, you're on set, you're like, oh, I need to get this, or people forgot this, or I got to go get batteries, or, you know, where can I go find some, everybody wanted to make sure we were taking vitamins because, you know, you're just living in a cesspool yeah. at that point. And I just kept saying, oh, there's a Walgreens right across the, Oh, my God. Every time we've been to Vegas, you're obsessed with Walgreens. I know. I realize it now. You are. You talk about it constantly. (laughs) We'll leave the hotel room, like, with a bunch of people, and everyone will be there. It's like, okay, well, maybe we should walk down this way because Walgreens is over there. (laughs) I didn't. We should stay at this hotel because it's close to a Walgreens. (laughs) Well, wait, your Walgreens tick came out? My Walgreens tick came your out. Your biggest Walgreens tick. And I acknowledge it to where everybody kept teasing me. They're like, hey, Greg, uh, you know where I can get some batteries? I'm like, oh, yeah, down at the Walgreens. You go get batteries down there. Like, So, I mean, I, I leaned into it to go along with it, but yeah. How long did it take you to lean into it after you've been doing it for days? Uh, two days. I called it out, too. And then, but I said it like, oh, my God, I talk about Walgreens a lot. And, and everyone was like, oh, I think yeah. it was Jess, our booking producer. She's like, yeah, you brought that up quite a few times. I'm like, oh, man, it's become a tick. And uh, then everybody, everybody jumped in the game on that. That has been a thing for you for years. I don't know why it's like some sort of safety net for you in Vegas. I don't know. I, I don't think know. it is because I feel like you. Cut. Like, well, you're making me feel worse about it now. Well, you just like don't like to be far away from things. That you can have, like, you don't want to be, like, short anything. So you're like, okay, well, Walgreens, you know what Greg is obsessed with in Vegas? Obsessed with Walgreens? Bottled water. He will carry, like, eight (laughs) bottles of water. Because water's expensive in the hotel, and you can't drink the hotel water, you know, or the... It's like, well, should we... All right, so there's, like, 45 minutes now. I know everybody's going to eat, but I should probably go to Walgreens right now and get some water. (laughs) 
just always water. All right. So anyway, so Greg loves Walgreens. Next. Wow. Glad to be I can't back. believe that they caught on to it, too. That's funny. It's a total you Vegas thing. I realize it now. I'm very aware. I'm very aware now. It was brought up. It became a thing. Like any place we have ever stayed with groups of friends, you're just like, yeah. oh, well, you know, this one's good because there's there's Walgreens only oh, like seven minutes Oh, it's not away. that bad. When we stayed at Treasure Island, that was your most exciting thing. That's like, the Walgreens other Walgreens. Is right That's across. the Walgreens on the other end of the strip, though. There's two Walgreens. Both on the si- same side, though. And same for some reason, strip. you always stay at hotels close to one or the other. There's a Walgreens down at Cosmo, and then there's a Walgreens that's down by uh, by the Venetian. Anyway, so that all that all happened. Uh, the broadcast went great. Like it was, it was a lot of fun. That's wonderful. It was good. Went to a couple fancy dinners, which was which was cool. Um, so yeah, overall, it, it was it was fun. Like uh, coworkers are, are good, and they're. Luckily, it's a, it's a good crew. Yeah. So it's good people to work with. Oh, that's always I've, good. There's been years where it hasn't, and so this was uh, it's it's always nice when it is. So anyway, the whole week goes by, do all that stuff. And How many we'll, times do you think you went to Walgreens over the course of the week? Uh, I went there twice. I only went there twice myself. Twice a day? No, twice total because I stocked up the first time that I went there, so I didn't have to go back there. Again. I bought myself some vitamin C uh, airborne things. Uh, I bought myself some water. I bought a sandwich because the sandwiches there looked really good. So I picked up a sandwich and, um, oh, shit. I just remember what else I picked up that I never actually drank. I bought <laughs> I bought some booze there, too. I was like, oh, that'll come in handy at some point. And then I put it in the closet and then I forgot about it. No, oh, dang it. Anyway. Um, yep. So all that came along. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, eventually though, I was there for so many days, like you start, it starts to feel weird because it starts to feel normal to be there, which isn't normal at all to walk through there. Uh, taking a look, <laughs> taking a look at the live chat, Mr. Jenky, if only Vegas had a Walgreens themed hotel, Greg's paradise. And Keelan says, Jesus, he is grandpa Greg. <laughs> God damn it, Keelan. Oh my God. It's so true. Son of a. You don't want to be too far away from life's little comforts. <laughs> uh, oh man damn it did you also enjoy some hard candies while you were there I did not have any hard candies I didn't eat any candy so what else happened I did get my chicken sandwich that I always get though from Maddie B's alright anyway last night so the Thursday night last night of CES itself after we get done broadcasting that's the night that everybody kind of lets loose and um, Digital Trends treats its employees very well. Um, so we we all go out for like big dinner, and then uh, and then everybody <laughs> lets off some steam and has some drinks. And people that you don't norm- aren't normally around, all of a sudden they're having a shot, and you're like, "All right, fine, let's do a shot," or whatever, or get some champagne, or you know, you just kind of you just kind of everybody's everybody's basically punch drunk already, and then uh-huh. they get actual drunk. And then, and then they're delirious. Everybody's already, yeah. delirious. Like there's hardly any sleep happens because everybody's working and working and working. And and that's true of all across the board. Everybody works very hard. So, yeah, everybody's sleep deprived. Some people were just really sick. There was a lot of sickness going around. Gross. Felt bad for those people. Like like ugh, I mean me too. I'm gnarly. Like not just cold sick what I have, but like ugh, bad stuff was going around. Thankfully I avoided that. So, so anyway, did all that. We ended up going up to um uh, one of the penthouses is there. 
the owners had a penthouse, so we went up there to their place. What kind of penthouse? I've never been in one. Is before. it like in uh, what am I thinking of? Like the Hangover? Not that. No, not the Hangover. Big, but that's what very I think nice. is like fancy. That's like above and beyond. Is that like where Robe Guy lives? I don't know. Ro- that would seem like where Robe Guy lives. Yeah, yeah, but still very nice. Of uh, the nicest uh, hotel I've ever been in, probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I've been in a couple of the other penthouses for, like, work events. But anyway, very nice. Mm-hmm. So and it was very nice of them to let everybody come up and just, like, hang out. So that, so did that. Um, yeah, it was just a, just a fun night all around. So that ended my work week. But I stayed there for an extra day. And that's because I wanted to hang out and, I, and, you know, just it was nice not to have to get back onto a plane that next day and just sleep in and... And, and relax mm-hmm. but also our good friend Tuggy was down there who oh, I know was yeah. on the show last week he was well he was down there and so um, it was awesome to, to see him so I got up that next day we went and hung out for a while went for a walk uh, went, it was funny he already knew every, the bartenders at the pool bar because we went down to there's a pool there. I hadn't been to it because I hadn't done anything really personal time. Yeah, except for just working. Yeah, yeah, I was. He was like, "Come down to the pool." I'm like, "I don't even know where that is, but okay, let's do that." And so I went down there, and we were the basically there's maybe like a few other people down there, but not many other people. And we were sitting at the bar, and you know, got a beer, and uh, and he already knew the bartenders, and they're like, "Hey, Chris, how's it going?" <laughs> like, oh wow, <laughs> he was already buddies with them, and they were super nice guys. Oh, yeah. So we hung out there because he'd been down there for a day. I just hadn't seen him um, because cause, uh, cause I was work working. Yeah. yeah. So hung out, did, for, did a walk on the strip, ended up coming back. And then a few of my other coworkers stayed, too, for an extra day. So everybody kind of met up at the pool and just kind of hung out. And it was uh, – and, and Tuggy bought everybody drinks, which was very generous of him. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was super generous and nice. And, uh, and yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Just kind of hung out there during the day. And it was, so that it was, was nice. during the day. That was during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Hung out there for a couple hours and there was like, okay, that's it. Um, then it was time to get ready to go to David Lee Roth. Yeah. Yes. David Lee Roth, who had his residency down there. And, uh, and we bought tickets and we're like, you know what? Let's do it. We're, we're going to go see David Lee Roth. You have to. Had to. If you're if you're there, I was there, yep. and is and it just had started, and it was getting a whole bunch of press. I saw you tag me in an article mm-hmm. from Rolling Stone, just talking about how strange it is. Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. show is. Like, you have to see this with your eyeballs. Yeah, and so I had to. So got tickets, and it was at Mandalay Bay at the House of Blues, which I wanted to see that anyway. Yeah. I've never been to any House of Blues, so that was that was kind of cool. I don't think I have either. Now that you I don't say think that. I have, because I always get Hard Rock Cafe and House of Blues mixed up. Oh yeah. Well, see, I actually thought it was at the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, that's where. But it wasn't. It was at House of Blues. So it's it's just a venue within Mandalay Bay. Like you wouldn't know it from the outside, really. Okay. But when you walk in, it's all set up. So so I went down there, um, had some dinner beforehand, and uh, and then yeah, went to the went to the show. And that's where I was talking about at the beginning, where I was like, we're standing in line, and I'm seeing everybody walking the line. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, this is. This is a Van Halen line right here. Um, I'm, I'm the younger end of this. So you were. Oh yeah. You were on the younger yeah. end. Yeah. Yep. What would you say the so median the median age was? Median age, fifty five to sixty. Okay. Somewhere in there. All right. Sixty maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was it was an older crew. 
Mm-hmm. But who were there? To, was it rowdy? Who were there to party? Were they rowdy? Yes. Well, as rowdy as I think they get. I mean, rowdy but gentle on their hips. I had maybe had a few drinks before that. Whatever you're wandering Vegas, not I, driving, going to see I was Lee I Ralph. was living it up. Yeah, I I had a. I can't even imagine how what your crazy brain was like after hanging out with Tuggy. Yeah. In Vegas, the day after working like twelve hours on the air every day, every day, and then finally getting to relax twenty four hours on air and over twenty four hours, three Ralph days. Concert. Yeah, and then going to a pool for a couple hours that probably didn't help the <laughs> the alcohol intake. There's something about that that just amplifies it. Uh, but <laughs> but we're in there, and I mean, it was it was cool. So we get in, we get in there, we get in line. It's a huge line for drinks. And the thing is, the show is supposed to start at 7.30. And, of course, I was like, well, we need to be there by 7.30 because if it starts right at 7.30, I don't want to miss any of it. They weren't cheap tickets at all so, because we bought them kind of last minute. So I'm like, I want to get my money's worth. This is a very expensive show for me. So I want to see what, you know, I want to see it. Get there, like, get in the doors at, like, 7.20 or 7.15, wait in line to get the drinks. 7.30 rolls around. I'm like, oh, maybe they'll start while we're here. Oh, no, maybe they'll just wait till this line's done. 7.40, okay, we get our drinks to go sit down where we were. And we were up in kind of the nosebleeds of what it was. So the venue itself, it's it's set up, it's very steep, but it doesn't fit that many people. Okay. I wouldn't say it's any more than 1,000 to 2,000 people maybe. Would be my guess. Now, I don't know that for sure. Probably, yeah, you can probably look it up. That's what it felt like. And and so they're, they're good seats no matter where you are. Let's see, it says 25 to 2,500. So I mean, it's still okay, not yeah, that so, big. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 25, 2,500? Yeah, 2,500. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. And it doesn't even feel like it's I think that it's many. like max capacity, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because it goes straight up, so it doesn't even feel like that many. And, and the stage is really raised up. So anyway, we sit down. Time goes on. It's 8 o'clock. I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to start sometime, sometime soon. 8, 10. And then at this point, I'm like, okay, we're 40 minutes past the start time. And this is supposed to start at 7.30. I'm like, what is, what's going on? There's no opening act or anything like that. So it's just nothing. And they're playing, it was weird, they were playing rap, actually, the whole time. Like, I'm like, that seems like odd warm-up music for David Lee Roth, but okay. Hmm. I mean, it's fine, but it just doesn't seem like That's it fits. That's because they did that same thing when, uh, New, for New Kids on the Block when we were waiting. Do yeah, but that, that makes sense. Uh, not particularly. Uh, it does. Oh, yes. well, I guess a little bit more than David Lee Roth. I mean, but it way Salt and Pepper was on the show. I know. And I mean, by and Naughty by Nature. Yeah, it yeah. makes way more sense for that. All right, slightly. So this, though, I was just like, okay, this is weird. But then you start listening to the people having conversations, and I just kind of sat there and listened for a while, and there were, there were a couple of dudes who were like, um, well, what year did you go to high school? And this one guy's like, uh, 78. He's like, I was 81, man, 81. And they're talking about how, how go, what year – the David Lee, the Fan Halen or David Lee Roth albums were out, so it's who's a bigger fan. Oh, of, who wow. knew what? Who listened like who to what older, solo album? So. It was a, yeah, it was a strange fight they were having, and I was just like, all right, I'm, I'm pretty damn young here now. So, listening to that was was just fascinating. So that's going the on. Quibbling over the who? quibbling, yeah, because everybody was getting antsy and like. Where the fuck was David Lee Roth? Like, yeah. where's the show? And you paid 8, a lot of money. rolls around. Yeah. Still nothing. And finally, it's 8.30. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, we've been sitting here for an hour. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I'm very upset. That's probably what I would have sounded like if I had t- spoken right then. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> Jacob's asking in our live chat, did you tell some 
Could you tell that some people have to get to bed after dinner? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, boy. Uh, but anyway, so so doing there, sitting there waiting for it. And then finally, the band comes out. And they just start playing. And then, boom, there he is. David Lee Roth just walks out on stage and just starts. Doesn't say a word. They just start. He's and not paid to talk. He's paid to be David Lee Roth. It's true. And he walked out, you know, and... And he had his green, like, weird... Diamond pants. Diamond yeah, pants. Yeah, I've seen those everywhere, like, every picture he's in. Yeah. Those are hideous. Uh, well, yeah, but it's... I mean, but they're David Lee Roth. I'm, David Lee Roth. I was to say, on him, they're perfect. And then he had a bright pink sequined, like, entirely <laughs> sequined jacket, which that was actually kind of cool. I'm like, I could use that for courage. Uh, so, so he walked out in that and then just started launching into his songs and sounded pretty damn good. I mean, it, it, it was, at that point... It didn't really matter what he was going to do. I was going to enjoy it because I'm just like, great, he's singing something. Sold. Like, I'm in. And But it, honestly, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty – it was entertaining. He, at certain points, I didn't realize I was live tweeting some of it. I, I did some and – Just anyway, the excitement. Through the excitement. Mm-hmm. Not the Red Bull and Vodka. I don't drink Red Bulls Vodka. But anyway, so I, I tweeted some of that and – and, you know, he rambled one point about Happy Meals. I couldn't really tell what he was upset about with that. It was like, Happy Meals. Does he still talk like that? Kind of. Oh, wow. I mean, he's still David Lee Roth. There is no mistaking that is David that Lee Roth. That level of crazy. That level of crazy, level of crazy has not changed. The way that he speaks has not changed. He just looks like a little wackadoodle. He, well, he is. Yeah. Oh, he's bonkers. At one point, he put on like an Elvis wig. For a song he was doing, I was just like, "All right, David Lee Roth in an Elvis wig." And I am in Vegas. This is yeah, happening. Yeah, so it was, it was entertaining though. I mean, he it was a fun show, and uh, and he played I'm some so hits. I'm so glad. Yeah, and I had a good time. Yeah, it was it was just a, it was a good time. You know, I have a lot of friends. Randomly, when you were in Vegas, I had a lot of friends from different friend groups and walks of life that I knew who were all randomly going to Vegas, and then a lot of them were going to see David Lee Roth. Yeah, and I, I thought I would maybe run into some of them because I saw people posting too. Yeah, yeah. Um, our friend Jedediah was actually at the show I was at, and I tried getting a hold of him, but I don't know where he – he was in a different part than I was. I think yeah. he was down low. But it was so funny because I'm like, I know so many people, like people yeah. you know and people that you don't know who are just yep. like, and I'm going to see David Lee Roth this weekend. Yeah. Like, I had no idea. Well, he hasn't done anything, I think, in such a long time. That it's just like if you're a fan, you want to go see it because who knows when it's ever going to happen again. Yeah, because he's performing some of his hits and some some Van Halen too, so it's like the closest you're going to get to see to Van Halen, and mm-hmm. and he's got some hits on his own. Well, you got to in all fairness, yeah, you got to see him while you can. Got to go see him. Uh, Patch from since he's asking any jumping around or leaping, not a lot. He can still kick his legs up. He can still kick and he can punch, but that was like the sequence of times when I saw Neil Diamond. Like the first one, he was just like everywhere and like oh, dancing yeah. and saying. But the next one, he was a little bit slower, and the third one, he was just sitting on the stage. I'm like, oh, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, like, he the, definitely wasn't. The time passing was a little. Definitely wasn't sitting on the stage. Parent, yeah. He ran around, um, not too much jumping or leaping, but he'd kick his legs up. Could still do a high kick. Yep, he could still do a high kick Good for him. Yep, so he was he was doing that, uh, but mostly he just. Sang the songs, you know, a couple of, couple of ramblings in there. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. It it was, was I'm very glad I went. That's awesome. I'm really glad I went. Because I had debated at one point. I was like, well, you know what? I mean, let's just relax and not do that and just like, go downtown or something. And 
It's like, nah. No, that's no. memorable. Like, now you've seen Diamond Dave. I saw Diamond Dave at the House of Blues. But my most important question is, did you go to Casino Royale? <sighs> the best casino in the entire world. After finishing at the House of Blues. <gasps> Went did back to Cosmo, you? had about eight glasses of water, and then and then went to went then went there. You did? Yes. Did you see a Yes. Did indeed. you have a foot long hot dog? I did not get a foot long hot dog. Oh. Uh, but I did play blackjack because that's the place where I like to play blackjack because it's cheap. That's the place where I like everything because everything's cheap and the bartenders everything's are awesome. Cheaper. Beers were three dollars. Like everybody that works there, I just love that place. It's about a quarter of the price of anywhere else on the strip. Yep. And the people who work there are all uh, honestly really nice. Uh, yeah, for yeah, the most part. For the most part. I, I mean, say, as far as, like, casino workers go who, you know, yeah. don't yeah. incredibly hate you, it's like... That's true. Yeah, there's no, like, outright hatred. No, as long I as you're like, not an asshole. As long as you're... Yeah, I mean, just in life, don't be an asshole. That's true. But yeah, I love Casino Royale. Well, I loved it because I won at Blackjack there. You did? I won myself about a, well, about 170 bucks. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually hitting pretty well. That's so that was pretty. Awesome. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that felt wow, pretty great. Good for you. I was like, okay, well, paid for Diamond Dave, so it paid for itself, and uh, and then some too. Yeah. So it was it was pretty great. I was like, all right, well, this is perfect. That's why and... with gambling, if I ever win any amount of money, I'm like, and I'm done. I have more than I started with. Yeah, well, that's the risk. Yeah. I mean, I might have been up a little more than that before I cashed out, but still, it was one of those things where. Like, I have my limit of what, like, if, as long as I have my base amount of money, like, once I start winning, I'll be like, go up, okay, I'm up $20, awesome. I'll bet a little bit more, but then if I hit it, if I keep hitting, mm-hmm. like, okay, if I'm up 30 bucks, then I'm going to bet double on this one hand just to see what happens, because I'm, I've got buffer money. So oh, then see, it's, like, buffer money that's, like, I can play around with, but if I lose that, then I'm out. Oh, yeah. But if I win it, then I'm like, oh, well. That's just me. Like, if I, if I gamble money. $10 and I win another 10 then I will take the original 10 and put it in my wallet and only just play with the profit. Oh, yeah. I just, only play with the profit. Yeah. And then I'll just play yeah. with that until it's done. Or I'll multiply and then, like, I'll keep, like, taking out of it, if mm-hmm. which rarely happens. I mean, I usually just give it all yep. back. But Yep. No, once I'm, as long as I have that base amount that I started with, I'm like, Pfft. all right, well, now we're just. We're seeing what can happen. Well, Mike here. just gave you a big compliment in the chat just by actually saying, at one point you're up to $10,000 because he thinks that you can gamble up to the amount of $10,000. Well, I started with twenty, so <laughs> I would be pretty happy with that. Like, not $20,000, 20, $20. Oh, yeah, $20, yeah. <laughs> let's make it clear. I'm not betting. I don't like losing money too much. So but I mean, I'm fine. I'm in Vegas. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'll put down 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, and see and see what happens. I went but. to a casino with my mom uh, when I went to visit them for second Christmas, and I put in five dollars <laughs> into a machine, and I played you know for like two minutes and lost it, and I was super bummed out. I'm like, I just lost five dollars. Yeah, I could have used that five dollars to buy like a coffee or something. Oh, and I was so you really got to block out the five. I bucks. know, yeah. I know. Well, I'm not, I had lost gambling's not for seventeen me. bucks one day. Like, I didn't, I didn't gamble very much, but there was one night where we <laughs> got a drink. <laughs> Yeah, I see what you're laughing at, and that's going to be deleted right now. Save image as Grandpa Greg. Um, please to just be looking at the picture attached to this episode. Don't put this up as an episode picture. It's going to happen. Son of a bitch. Keelan, it's amazing, and thank you. All right, anyway, continue, How do you Grandpa block Greg. someone right now? Anyway. It was a good time all around. And uh, 
and yeah, so so ended up winning money, and then that was about it for that night. And then, um, yeah, and then the next day, the shell of you came home. Flying back, the shell of me came home. Because it wasn't only just from hanging out and doing all that stuff. That's fine. I know. Well, that know, probably is. Like the hangover is the hangover, but. It was the combination of being run down and overworking all week and then going the exact opposite of that. Exhausted (laughs) and then surrounded by all the germs from all over the world that are there in that city. I mean, it was like 140 countries just at CES Oh, my Lord. So everybody's bringing their cold from wherever. Like, oh, here's a cold from Sri Lanka. Oh, good. Let's see what that's like. Brought it back to Portland. Lucky us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, if ever there was going to be, like, the epicenter of wherever, like, the plague or, you know, the virus is going to start, it's going to take everybody down. That's going to be at CES? Yes, 100%. 100%. Yeah, I could see that happening. Anyway, it was a good time, though. I made it back. Good. You made it back in one Battling piece. the sickness, kind but I'm, I'm kind of, but I'm back now. And uh, I'm feeling a lot better. All right. Yeah. Well, welcome back, Greg. Thank you. I totally forgot nice to you were back. gone. I did come back to um, my. Oh, I forgot. Right before I left, my dryer broke too. The night before I left, in pure Greg fashion. Pure Greg fashion. The Saturday night before I fly out, I'm doing my one last load of clothes, and my dryer broke. So that was sweet. So I got to go home and go buy a new dryer. Fun. And then my truck didn't start. Yeah. And I got a subpoena in the mail. Yes. So the trifecta. I'm, that, yeah, and combined with the sickness, I mean, it was really a stellar way to come on home. Honestly, like, this year's off to a solid Greg Nibbler start. It really is. <laughs> it really, it really is. So that means they, they have the guy in custody again? I'll talk about it tomorrow, but okay. yes, it appears so. All right. Yeah, let's talk about it tomorrow. We've got an update to the Burger King, or Burgerville fiasco. Well, yeah, Greg, I'm was, glad you, oh. you made it home. I'm glad you had fun. I did have fun. It's very nice. It is very nice to be back. Mm-hmm. And thank you once again for all the shows last week and everybody who co-hosted. And Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Well, I mean, why are you thanking them? I booked them. I did the shows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Greg. Um, yeah. So tomorrow, more about the subpoena stuff. Yes. And then I have a brand new world of crazy that I put together. So I'm super excited because I feel like I haven't done one in forever. Excellent. Thanks yes. everybody for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Bye.